as I was watching different post-game interviews, as I was watching the game, it's just something about a heart of a champion. Right, right. You know, something about the Kansas City Chiefs team that even though things didn't start out well for them, it took them a long time to get in rhythm. They still found a way to win as champions, to now be back-to-back -back champions. Hey. It is time for the Power Up Podcast. My name is Ashley with my twin brother, Jose Alvarez, representing Noble Sheep Live and Full Effect. Brother, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Ah! We're headed to go do a speaking engagement yes. tonight at the University of Florida. Woo -woo! We're off to Miami tomorrow. You already know. And then we're going to Atlanta this weekend. Yes, so it's a full pack week all right there it's is. the week of champions <laughs> and so we got to give a big shout out to kansas city chiefs for winning the super bowl i'm sure <laughs> many of you are watching the historic moments that went down from usher performing live at halftime to just the different things that happened for the chiefs to be able to come out with the w and through the essence of the super bowl and just what happened man it's clear that i think me and you should focus today and talk about the heart of a champion Okay. The heart of a champion. Because the theme, the essence, as I was watching different post-game interviews, as I was watching the game, it's just something about a heart of a champion. Right, right. You know, something about the Kansas City Chiefs team that even though things didn't start out well for them, it took them a long time to get in rhythm. They still found a way to win as champions, to now be back-to-back -back champions, which I believe hadn't happened for the past 20 years in the NFL. Yeah. And so it's a big deal what we just watched. Super Bowl, it's a super big deal, man. But one of the things that really sticks out to me in terms of the Super Bowl is you get to see how leaders respond. Mm. And you get a chance to see how leaders react. You get to see if people are going to keep their composure. You get to see if people are just going to flip out. You get to see a lot when it's such a heated game. Yeah. And so, Jose, I know you watched some of the Super Bowl, man, but from the post-game interviews that you witnessed or anything, in terms of talking about the heart of a champion right. and leadership and what that means to you, what were some of the things that stuck out to you from that angle? I mean, just from watching a little bit of it and then the post-game interviews, yes. I think about the both Travis yes. and Patrick. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Travis and Patrick, they had mentioned the same thing that during the halftime, mm. they were obviously losing. Yeah. But the one thing that they said that they kept telling themselves and each other mm. and the coach kept telling them was, hey, go, go, like, let's get back to who y'all are. Mm. Like, like, let's get back to the fundamentals. Yes. Like, you know, and I think a lot of times um, when we get placed in a situation that has so much happening at once. Yeah. We're trying to uh, mm. become that situation mm. instead of showing up already authentically who we are. So I think wow. the first half of the game, they were like, oh, we're going to win this and we're going to kill it. And like, you know, instead of just going back to, hey, this is how we practice. Mm. This is like, you know, and so that was like what stood out to me was they kept telling themselves and each other, like, let's just stick to the fundamentals. Yeah. Like, like, stop being extra. Just stick yeah. to the fundamentals, what you know, what we learned Ooh. in practice and all of that. Bro, that's, that's super good because I think, yeah. man, in terms of watching just how Mahomes and Kelsey and just some of the different players as they were talking about what it was like to play in, a, in the Super Bowl and to actually win the game, like you said, what kept coming to me is that they just kept believing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing that yeah. Mahomes kept saying in the post-game interviews that, man, I just believed in my guys. I believed in my guys. I believed in the team. I believed in my guys. When defense, you know, stopped the 49ers a couple times in clutch ways for us to be able to come back and score, like, I believe in my guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think one of the interviewers were at, was asking Patrick Mahomes, they were like, man, how could you be so calm? And so cool, especially after yeah. you do that interception. Like, yeah. we tried to look at you, and, you know, you didn't really seem like it affected you at all. And his whole thing was like, man, I got young guys looking up to me at the, yeah. at, at the team. Um, they're looking up to me. Even some of the older guys are looking up to me as well. And so I knew that I need to maintain my calmness. I needed to keep my composure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that itself, like, represents the heart of a champion. Yeah. Because the Chiefs didn't have a perfect game. They probably didn't have their best game, but they had a good enough game to win. Mm-hmm. And I think even with the adversity that came their way, even when things were not going as planned, like they were still able to maintain their composure, still able to get back to the fundamentals, and still able to be back-to-back champions. Another thing, too, that was really sticking out to me in terms of just the essence of the Super Bowl. Bro, it's Usher, man. <laughs> Bro, I'm a big Usher fan. So I grew up listening to Usher. Look, when Confessions came out, I was in middle school, okay? So I remember the whole world being shut down because of Let It Burn, because of, yeah, because of that whole Confessions album. Even though I was a probably like a, a young teenager at the time <laughs> and I didn't know what I was singing about, it was just so crazy that Usher was just worldwide and how he had yeah. so much momentum when that album came out. And so from the halftime show, you know, when we talk about a heart of a champion, Usher had to have a heart of a champion to yeah. be able to go out and try things and be bold in front of however million people was watching right, right. the show. So did anything stick out to you from his Man, moment? well, I'm, I'm a creative at heart. Mm. And so I always stick to like, I love to watch the behind the yeah. scenes <laughs> yeah. and, you know, everything that goes into production. Yes. Uh, because he was able to create mm. an experience within an experience. Yeah. Right? And not just any experience because people could have just gone to a concert but I think for him, he had already been performing 100 shows in mm. Vegas. People didn't want to watch the same thing over and over. But yeah. even like the people that went to his Vegas show were excited for this because everyone knew he was going to still bring something different. Yes, yes. You know, different things like that. And so, mm. so just being able to see him use all aspects of creativity, lights, mm-hmm. sound, dancing, the music, just... Uh, the the his wardrobe. So mm. I had watched him. Um, Vogue had released a video on him getting ready for the um for the halftime show. Yeah. And so they went through all the outfits that he would be wearing Bro. and how he was wearing a lot of three, three in one outfit and like every time he was taking off a layer of of clothes and it was like a new outfit, mm. you know, different things like that. And so I really enjoyed the creativity and production piece. Bro, it's insane because you know from the beginning of the show too, even in the little. It was like a little warning thing that came on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is funny. But what we don't realize is that that was 30 years of in his career mm-hmm. in 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Usher had to condense 30 years of his career in 13 minutes. So imagine all the songs he sung. Imagine all the concerts he had. Imagine all the practice that he's done. And then still try to go next level mm-hmm. to be able to leave a legacy behind in such a big moment like the Super Bowl. Man, I just can't imagine, like, the... You could tell even while, as he was performing, like, it took a lot out of him yeah. for 13 minutes, yeah. you yeah. know? But it symbolized, like, all that he had worked for up until this point. And I think, too, from that angle, from a musician aspect, that's what represents the heart of a champion. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to go out there. This man was out there on roller skates, yes, okay? I'm not dope. in roller skates <laughs> in front of the real world because I would be afraid to fall. Like, there were so many 
chances and opportunities for him to get it wrong. Yeah. For somebody to fall, for his back his backup dancers to mess it up, and just for things to go crazy. Yeah. But he still took that risk. He still took that chance. After Mahomes threw that interception, mm -hmm. he still maintained his composure. He still played the game. He still threw passes. And so even though some things weren't perfect, it was mm -hmm. still worth it for the moment. Yeah. But what and kept it was the fundamentals. And that fundamentals mm. goes back to the hours of practice, though. Yeah. And so for mm -hmm. him, it was almost like, yeah, it was risky, but then it wasn't because I'm sure they had hundreds of practices wow. um, behind the scenes to be able to get to that level of excellence. Right, yeah. And I appreciate excellence. Like, for me, when something is done with excellence, mm -hmm. I, like, just applaud it. I love it mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to branding, marketing, mm -hmm. anything like that. And so I think with him and uh even the game even though there was opposition because there was another opponent yeah. there uh it go again the fundamentals it goes back to the right. practice 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 and i think even for us as speakers uh there's times when we have like i think our big super bowl moment mm. was when we went to canada okay yeah at least for me fun. yeah right that was fun. just the the the, wow. the size of the audience yeah and then I could relate to the to the Chiefs because mm. when we did the first session, yeah. I think we we're trying to go above and beyond. And try to not be ourselves. And not mm. be ourselves. And then we went back to the hotel room and we're like, we, we in us trying to be extra, it didn't work out. Like right. it didn't have that same effect. Right. And so we both had a mm. wake up call in the hotel room and we're like, hey. Well, we go back out there for round two with yeah. the other half, the other thousand kids. Yeah. Let's just be us. Yeah. Like, we don't got to add anything extra. Yeah. And we went out there and we just killed it. Mm -hmm. And we killed it, too, because of all the, like, a hundred presentations we had done before, too. Yeah. So it was like, we knew that. But I think we're trying to add something new and mm -hmm. trying to see it's a new crowd and, and trying to prove ourselves yes. as well that it kind of let us downhill in the moment. It wasn't mm -hmm. a terrible thing, but mm -hmm. it was kind of like Kansas people, <laughs> the Chiefs. <laughs> and I mean, it's, like you said, it's it's moments that lead up to being great. Yeah, It's moments yeah, yeah. that lead up to being a champion. And because both, if we talk about setting goals, guess what? 49ers all year, they had a goal to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Chiefs all year had a goal to win a Super Bowl. There's no team in the NFL that didn't have a goal to win a Super Bowl, at least. Or if not, they probably wouldn't be playing. Right. But right. everybody had that one goal, but only one team was able to accomplish only that goal. Only one. <laughs> and so it just shows you that behind every goal, there are layers and layers and layers mm -hmm. and layers and layers of activity that needs to take place. And I heard it say like this, like when you get to the NFL level, bro, mm -hmm. most people are good. They're way above average. Mm -hmm. And so because everybody's practicing and everybody's doing drills and everybody has top technique coaches and everybody has top equipment for you to be your best as a player, what it's going to boil down to is how in sync the team can be. Yeah. Is yeah. those last single things, those little attention to details that if a team can optimize and be great, they have a chance to win the game. Yeah. And that goes back, I think, for me in, in areas of my life, like whenever there's something that's not getting done and whenever I feel like I'm not being a champion in an area, mm -hmm. it is because I've let go of the fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the basic things that and, I stopped doing. And I love that we got to this because I want to switch gears a little bit. Mm. I think what I've had to learn the hard way is many times, including myself, we wait until we get a title to start mm. performing with excellence. Yeah. 
And so these two teams that played last night, they had mm. to play like they were playing in the Super Bowl since day one. Yeah. That they 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 couldn't wait until they get the ring mm. to start doing things with excellence and taking practice seriously. Mm. And so then for us, and like even for myself, a lot of times we wait until we get that wow. promotion or until we get this many followers or this many subscribers or until we're given mm-hmm. this title or this accolade or this, you know, whatever it is, yeah. we wait until we get that to then be like, okay, cool. Now I can do this. Yes. But one of the things that I've learned through Asley from years ago is less is more Yeah. and you can do a lot with the little. Yeah. And I used to think, well, I don't have money, but when I have money, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to focus on this now because I now have consistent income coming in. And I had, um, I was. I remember even with the beauty pageants, right? There's these women who compete for Miss Universe, yeah. And then with even that competition, a lot of the women when they're reading their bios, they're like, mm. "Oh, she hopes to end world hunger. Yeah. She hopes to do this. She hopes to do that." Yes. But usually, the the women who win Miss Universe are the ones mm. who already have completed all those things without the title of Miss ah. Universe. Like they didn't w- wait until the crown to finally start traveling the world and trying to change the world. That's, they were already changing were the already world. Doing it, and bro. so for us mm. and you all, I challenge you to think about that the heart of a champion starts with the heart of the champion starts with you already deciding that you're right. a champion. Right. Because you're not <laughs> 99% of us are not going to play in the Super Bowl. Right. But there are going to be some Super Bowl moments in our lives. Yes. And we do get a chance to win championship rings in different areas of our lives. For example, for me, um, my Super Bowl, for me, is being a great husband. Yes. My Super Bowl is being a great father. Yes. My Super Bowl is being a great friend. My Super Bowl is running a great company. Yeah. Like, those are the things that I will, like, kind of pride myself in mm-hmm. to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so, in the heart of a champion... Like, it's going to require effort, sacrifice, diligence. But most importantly, I have to understand that things are not going to be perfect. Right. And that's what I love about the Super Bowl is that the Super Bowl wasn't perfect for both teams. Like, they both messed up a lot of times. And they both felt like, man, just things are not happening for the offense. And the defense were doing incredible stops. But it was just those slight opportunities. Right. They Everybody got their chance yeah. to be able to elevate and succeed. Yeah. And I love that you said, like, we're all going to have our Super Bowl moments. And the common theme that I heard through all the post-game interviews was, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. You know, kind of thing. And so, again, it goes back to don't wait until you get that call, like, hey, I want you to come and speak here. Or don't wait until someone says, Mm. like, okay, now I want you to write a book. Or now this, this, this. It's like, by the time they call you... yeah you already missed the opportunity because you weren't prepared, Yeah, <laughs> right? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And so I think about us, like, we got to live into, we got to start embodying now where we want to go in the future. Right. So practicality. So what does Heart of a Champion look like for us in the practical ways? Well, Jose and I, we just started this podcast. And so right now, I believe this is going to be episode seven. Mm-hmm. And most people, this is statistics on podcasts, all right? Most podcasters stop after 21 episodes. Yeah. The majority of podcasters don't make it past 21 episodes. I don't know what it is about the number 21, <laughs> but people just stop because they get um, not encouraged by mm-hmm. the views that they're getting or they thought it was going to happen much quicker for them to be able to elevate and blow up. And so whatever reasons, people just stop at 21. Mm-hmm. And so for me, part of the heart, being of a heart of a champion is, man, can we continue to release these videos yeah. and can we continue to make them quality? Yeah. Can we continue to post 
two to two times mm-hmm. every week to then be able to not only get to that 21, but then be able to crush it. Yeah. Because no matter how our view count look at 21, or if you're listening to this right now, like we're not in it for the view count. Great. Because as much as the podcast, we wanted to impact people, the podcast also impacted me. Mm-hmm. The, the podcast now is giving me an ability to be able to communicate, okay. to be able to share my thoughts and share my information in a concise way that people can understand. Mm-hmm. And to be able to be real and vulnerable with people, like that takes a real skill. Yeah, definitely. You know? So, you know, I always like to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy is so silly. This guy. <laughs> I just, I'm just curious because I, I meant to ask you when mm. you FaceTimed me earlier, but like, who did your lineup? Or Man, you... so I actually, I went to a, a, a fresh barber who did my lineup. This oh. was like a last minute thing. I, Today? I was yeah, short on time. Okay. But this barbershop was opened up really early. Uh-huh. 9 a.m. this barbershop opened up and a person was there and was just taking walk-ins. And so for me, that says a lot because most barbershops in Gainesville open up at 10. Some gotcha. even at 11 or some even at a later time. But to be able to find a person that opens earlier and that has open availability, you all, that was a blessing to me. But that goes back to being the heart of a champion. Yes. It does. And so for me, I know that within my life, like for Noble Sheep, yes, we're going to continue to do podcasts. But also anything that we put out, mm-hmm. we want to put out as if we already have a million followers. Yes. On Instagram. And that's yeah. been Jose and I's biggest thing. Is that all the videos that we release, all the things that all the graphics that you see, like we want to make it so quality that it that it feels like we have a million. So even mm-hmm. if we never do or if we do get to a million followers or if we do get to a million subscribers, the quality is gonna be better, yes, over time, but the people in the beginning still got the best quality that mm-hmm. we were able to bring out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that says a lot about us wanting to have that mindset in the heart of a champion. Yeah. And so back to practicality, yes. though. So I know you mentioned a podcast. What else? What else does living, embodying this heart of a champion look like? For me, it's, man, number one, I just continuing to be in tune with my faith. Okay. Continuing to be in tune with my faith. So reading my Bible on a daily, make sure that I have time to pray. Make sure I just have time to really be thankful. Mm-hmm. Man, to thank the Lord for what he's done in my life. To thank the Lord for who he is in my life and how he's just moving me forward and just all the mm-hmm. things like if I don't find that daily moment um not saying that I'm gonna get shut down or whatever <laughs> there's gonna be those types of repercussions but like that is just the 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 quality and relationship that I want to build up mm-hmm. you know and I heard this this week on that note that really struck me is that you know a lot of times sometimes people would pray just to get things. Mm-hmm. Um, they would pray like, "Man, I want to be a champion. So Lord, can you provide this for me and do that for me and do X, Y, and Z for me?" And I heard this said that, "Man, getting to know God and praying, it's not about revelation as much as it is about relationship. Mm-hmm. Because even if I read my Bible and don't get nothing or nothing pops out or whatever, like I'm building a relationship. Yeah, it's a relationship that that's being formed, and it takes." work it takes effort and time mm-hmm. and that honestly is i want to be a champion of faith you know mm-hmm. like when when people are going to get rings up there what we mm-hmm. believe in right when they're going to get crowns like i want to be one of the people that that would hopefully be in the hall of faith yeah like, i want to be in the okay. hall of faith i want to have that champion mentality that man no matter what happens in my life no matter 
Like I'm sticking with God till the end. Mm. I'm sticking with Jesus. I'm sticking with what I believe until the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. You know. I love that because I think a lot of times we, like you said, people give up immediately. And so, like for me, yeah. um, it's one thing for me to like lose weight. It's another thing for me to keep it off. Mm. And so there's like a, I guess like an online mentor that I have who I watch her stuff, and she's been able to keep off over a hundred and like 10 pounds wow. over the last 10 years. Wow. And so she lost it one mm. time and then she gained it right back. Mm. And then the second time around, she said she included God in the process. Ooh. And not only has she been able to like lose it again, but mm. now she's been able to keep it off for over a decade. Mm. And so it's just mm. like, even with money, right? Like it's one thing for you to be able to make money, but can you sustainably continue making that money? Because so you can, can you? Can I? Yeah. Keep making... Have you sustainably started making money? From I'm getting started? there. I'm okay. building. I'm building the processes and the systems and the mentality okay. to be able to sustain the money. Okay. Um. Again, shout out to Karen Hines. She <laughs> told me this one thing. She said, "Jose, the more you're gonna get to a place where you're gonna start making more money, and you, mm. your lifestyle's gonna want to increase mm. with that, right?" Mm. But she said, "Continue to live below your means." Mm. And I was like, "Thank you," because we didn't, we weren't even talking about money, mm. but it's almost like. She knew that as a young entrepreneur who is excited about making money, doing what he loves, yeah. but also impacting people, she just felt the need to tell me that in on in a phone call that we had a couple mm. of weeks ago. And I was just like, dang, mm. thank you. And so I've been able to create a plan where I, no matter how much money's coming into my account, mm. I'm going to always live below my means. Mm. And so... In, in whether we talk about finances, whether we talk about relationships, whether we talk about health, like to be a champion, mm-hmm. in order for me to move like a champion, mm-hmm. I can't just wait to get on the podium to accept the, the champion, mm-hmm. to get the mm-hmm. ring. Like the champion activity, the champion mentality has to be instilled and has to be practiced mm-hmm. way before I ever get on the stage. Yeah. Because it yeah. is that that's going to get me to the stage Rather than me waiting on the stage to be called a champion. Because <laughs> yeah. I think by the time yeah. the world recognizes that you're a champion, it's already too late because you recognize first that you're a champion. Mm. Because you were moving like one. You were acting like one. You believed that you were one. And so therefore, your actions and everything proceeded. Mm-hmm. And that is, for me, on a practical side, Like I have to remember and I understand that Number one, there's only one of me in the world. Mm-hmm. There's only one of you in the world. If you're listening, you're watching, there's only one of you. And you were born for a specific time such as this. And you may not be playing in the Super Bowl. You may not be playing in NFL sport. You may not be playing uh, a game, as we would say, in the sports world. But there are games that you are playing in life. Mm-hmm. And I know there are things that you want to be a champion in. There are things. But the question is, the Super Bowl was only, what, 2013? I think it's, what, 15 minutes a quarter? Something like that. So probably like an hour long of, of game time, them yeah. actually playing. Yeah. But to get to the road of the season mm-hmm. took a lot longer. Yeah. And imagine the college games that they had to play before then. And imagine the high school games and even the middle school games and the Pop Warner games. And so there is so much effort mm-hmm. and practice that goes in for such a short moment. But that's why if you build your life on the, the moment, though, mm-hmm. as soon as that moment crumbles, you're going to crumble. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be hard. And so I think for what separates... For me, just the Chiefs and Mahomes, for them to be able to do it back to back, it's like, bro, they just love, they play football. They Mm -hmm. play football very well and they just want to get better at it. Yeah. You know? And so, 
I want to take this conversation a little bit further. Tell me. So when we talk about, <laughs> you think, you you be thinking, I'm going to say something funny about you. Uh, no, this is a serious moment. So when we're talking about the heart of a champion, yes. it means walking, living, breathing, waking up and thinking about championships. Mm. Right? Because you're always, like we talked in the last episode, there's always going to be another mountain to climb. Mm. When you climb that big mountain, there's always another one, another one, another one. Mm-hmm. So I've, I'm tempted to say that if you're a champion, you should surround yourself only with champions because all my life I've heard you're an average of the five people you hang out with. Mm. You're only as strong as your weakest link. I've heard all these phrases. Do you agree or disagree that champions should surround themselves with other champions? And only champions. No, um, no, and I would say because probably on the team, Kansas City Chiefs, like there were some people. This was their first Super Bowl. True. You know, for true. some, for some others, they they were on their team when they won all three. You know, for mm-hmm. some, they were there when they only won two. Yeah. You know, and what happened when Mahomes won his first one? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I think that that's that statement sounds cute, <laughs> but I think. Apart from the championship being on your mind, like, what can you accomplish on a day-to-day mm-hmm. that you know without fail will lead you to the championship if you continue to execute day in and day out? Yeah. So I know for me in my life, for example, the reason why I get up super early is because I know that I can have this time to work out. Mm-hmm. And I know I can have this time to, to pray up. And I know I can have this time to read. And I know I can have this time to work on Noble Sheep. But then most importantly, that I know I can have more time to work with my kids. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a heart of a champion, at times for me, sacrifice. But I'm sacrificing sleep. Mm-hmm. I really only sleep like five and a half hours, maybe <laughs> sometimes six. But I'm willing to sacrifice that sleep to be able to have more wait time. Mm-hmm. Not only to, because I don't want to feel like I'm so many places at once. Okay. Like, I want to be able to delegate my time appropriately so that way my kids are getting all of that I am at a time. Mm-hmm. My my work is getting all that I am at a time, right? And all the things that, that I have lined up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So, last thing, you sent me a sermon this weekend mm. that talked about in the midst of the hustle and bustle yes. culture. yes. How does Asley, because you're also hustling every day, mm-hmm. you're grinding hard, working hard. How do you find time to rest? Mm. Man, I think the... And what does rest look like? Because if it's not sleeping, what does... Man, I think rest for me is not so much... The best rest comes from an accomplished work mm-hmm. for me. The best rest comes from, man, when I've given my all to something, mm. like looking back and saying, wow, there's nothing else that I could have done to make it better. That for me is the best rest. Yeah. Right. And so even when I spend time with my kids or when I'm like, when I know I'm in the moment with them and like, we're having the best time now, like we're really being intentional. Mm-hmm. That for me is a restful state. Okay. Like rest for me doesn't mean just sitting back, chilling and doing nothing. Mm. Rest is, I think, uh, you get a chance to see like the fruition mm-hmm. of your labor mm-hmm. and you get a chance to be in the moment that's restful for me what about yourself well i was gonna say with patrick mahomes at the end they're like what are you gonna do and he was like i'm going to Disney." yeah <laughs> he's yes. like i'm going to Disney," you know so his family and kids like you know so even champions take breaks and and do uh fun stuff you know like going to disney world 
for me, rest looks like putting myself in a position or in mm. places where I'm getting poured back into. Okay. And so there's been times where mm-hmm. I may be drained and physically tired, but then it's like I have a 10-minute conversation with Ashley where I'm like, my cup is full. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go. Like, like I don't even think about being tired anymore or just mm-hmm. being in places where I'm constantly being just fed. Okay. Physically, too. I love food. <laughs> I love food. Um, I didn't go to any Super Bowl parties last night, but my sister went to a friend's gathering mm. and she sent me back a plate of food. Okay, okay. And I was so happy. I had just got home from working out last mm. night, so I was like, I can't eat this tonight, but mm. I'm going to eat it tomorrow. Um, and But yeah, like being in places where I'm constantly being fed, constantly mm. being poured into, where I'm being encouraged as well, because we need encouragement too. We, we spend our whole life motivating and encouraging other people, mm-hmm. but then it's like, who's going to encourage noble sheep? And mm. thank you. Man, I'm so I'm so glad you said that because when we talk about the heart of a champion, I'm reminded of Mahomes in one of the post game interviews. He said, "Man, it doesn't take a lot for me to be motivated." Mm. He said, "It okay. doesn't take a lot for me to be motivated <laughs> in terms of when I'm playing this game football. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take a lot for me to be motivated. Like I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm good to go." And I think that says a lot because he's built a life mm-hmm. that I think. Um, most of the things that he's doing can be filling his cup. Gotcha. Can be filling yeah, his cup, yeah. which is why like he's built such a life that man, it's not dreading mm-hmm. to go to work. It's not mm-hmm. dreading. It's hard work that he's it doing. Is. It's hard yeah. work and sacrifices, but it's not dreadful. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think all of us, as a heart of a champion, part of that champion mentality is like, how can I align my life in a way mm-hmm. to where it all uh, makes me want to be a champion? Yes. You know, like yes. how can I have these constant reinforcements around me that gives me that championship status? And so I know different teams, they have like um, different quotes on their walls, different things that they have to like keep them focused. They have a gym. Exactly. They have all these things because yes. it, it keeps them within that, that constant perspective mm-hmm. that I'm here mm-hmm. for part of this. Yes. So, guys. When life gets tough, we only do one thing. And today, we talked about the Super Bowl. Come we on. talked about having the heart of a champion. Come on. And life is going to get tough. But as and I always say that when life gets tough... You got to power up. Yes, because sir. Because your Super Bowl is, a, is awaiting you. All right? Your Super Bowl is eagerly waiting for you to get there. So I don't know what your Super Bowl is. It could be career-related. It could be family-related, financially-related. Like, whatever that Super Bowl, whatever rings you're trying to get in... We all are going to be, have ways to be, we all have ways to be champions. Mm-hmm. But the question is, are you going to be one? Are you going to choose to be one? And you already are one, y'all. Mm. You already are one. Mm. You just got to live up to it. Mm. Let's go. Hey.